Hello and welcome to the final Summer Mode episode of The Briefing. And this time, I think we've saved the best till last, we're coming to you from the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah, you wish we're coming from the Great Barrier Reef. We're coming to you from the studio. We couldn't get enough of each other over the years, so we decided to spend summer together, didn't we, Tom? Yeah, so how's... How does your wardrobe change over summer, Jan? Oh, it's just old T-shirts now for six weeks straight. <laughs> so you put the loud vintage kind of outfits on hold, give them a rest? You don't want to wear them out, right? No, Some of them are from the 70s. Totally. And I'm also too hot and my apartment doesn't have air conditioning and I'm spending most of my summer in the city, so I'm just wearing old T-shirts and uh, leaving the house in them because I don't care anymore. I'm just wearing board shorts, the same pair, same pink pair of board shorts all summer and nothing else. That is a terrifying but also an admirable picture of you. Thank you. All right. I hope you're enjoying your summer break. During the summer, we're having a break from the daily news cycle, which is such a relief, especially after such a wild year. Yeah, definitely. And we're just doing one episode a week, and we're finding out which stories resonated for you, our dear briefing listener. And thank you for coming for the ride so far in this first year ever of the briefing. Yeah, so over the summer, we got in touch with some of you guys, and you've been telling us what your favourite episodes of the year were, and we're sort of just doing a bit of an update of those episodes to see if there's anything new, whether anything's changed, whether there's just anything that's happened in that time that has, you know, moved things along. Trish wrote to us on Instagram. Trish, thank you so much for joining us on The Briefing. You love the top 10 Google search episode. I did. I really liked that. I thought that was a great idea to do an episode on. Let's go back to the Google episode and just have a recap of what we actually covered there. We spoke to Google's data editor, Simon Rogers. The sort of things we're searching for now, things like, you know, how to bake bread at home. And a lot of the things in Australia have been, you know, like everywhere have been around how it's affecting people themselves, like around the economy and Mm. unemployment and things like that as well. And number one question is, how many cases of coronavirus in Australia? Dum, dum, dum. (laughs) Not hugely surprised by that question. Makes total sense for Australians to be Googling that. Yeah, and a lot of them, they make sense, right? They're totally local things like how many corona cases of Victoria's Day or um, what time does Centrelink open. There's one thing I have to tell you, though, that is in 2020 so far, Australia is the top-ranked country by search interest for toilet paper. Oh, no. A national shame. Oh, there it is, Trish. What stood out to you about that interview and that story? Really just the the fact that we were all sort of thinking the same. I think we really just um, needed to feel a sense of connection. And it was just so nice nice to know that um, everybody was Googling what I was Googling, you know. I feel like that episode taught us a lot about ourselves. Did you feel the oh, same, Trish? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it was um, the localised responses that fascinated me, you know. It was uh, in Australia we were um, a little bit different to the rest of the world. Yeah, and yeah. I, I really like your point there about um, us all thinking the same things and Googling the same things because that was one of the standout things from this year, I reckon, was this sense of shared consciousness. Yes. Like, like we were all watching Tiger King. We were all thinking about toilet paper and like we were. <laughs> we were thing. Yeah. <laughs> were you Googling toilet paper yeah, this you're part year, of the Trish? Problem, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one, the Cardi B walk. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Trish. Risky. <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> Have <laughs> you. I Googled it. <laughs> I reckon you did Google it. You can tell us. We're, we're all Fred's here. I Googled it. <laughs> Many, many times. Hey, Trish, we're going to actually speak to Simon Rogers again right now. 
and find out what's changed in the last three months since we ah, spoke to him. So, yeah, um, yeah keep, keep listening to this podcast. Let's I do will. it. We'll catch you later, Trish. Thank you. And thanks so much Thank for um, enjoying the, and listening to the briefing. No problem. Thanks, Jam. Thanks, thanks, Trish. Tom. Trish, the super fan. All right. Well, let's get Simon Rogers back on the line. Simon, thank you so much for coming back on the briefing. Last time we spoke to you, you brought home our national shame, really, and you revealed we were the country <laughs> searching toilet paper more than anyone else. Very dark time. It really was a very dark time, Simon. I just need to know, have we changed? Please tell me something's changed. I really wish that I could tell you that that has changed. I'm sorry. (laughs) We're still still, Googling toilet paper? still the number one country searching for toilet paper. We're searching for other stuff too, but toilet paper and Australia are are now the highest in the world. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm Australian. I'm racking my brain trying to understand why. You are not Australian, (laughs) but I feel like you might almost have some more insight into why we are doing this. Simon, can you explain to (laughs) us? I mean, honestly, we need foreign interventions, Simon. Mm, We need insight from abroad. (laughs) I mean, stuff has changed, right? There's other stuff we should talk about today, but but I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. It's like lie to us. I don't know where to buy, where to buy, where to buy toilet paper. Why is everyone buying toilet paper? It's amazing to me. But there you go. That hasn't changed. But you mentioned that other (laughs) things have. What has been the biggest change that you've seen? Yeah. So um, the biggest event that's happened that has changed the way people in Australia have searched has actually been the US election. Right. So even though it's thousands of miles away, the US election is crazily high search this year. It's the top search election of all time in Google globally. Wow. And Australia, Australia is actually one of the top three countries in the world searching for the US election, along with Singapore and New Zealand. It even trended higher in search than the bushfires that you had at the beginning of the year. It's super interesting to me that, you know, this event has done that, but I guess it's been a really momentous election, hasn't it? So Yeah, it sure has. So when you say we're in the, the top three with Singapore and New Zealand, do you rationalise that per capita? So the way that tr- Google Trends data works is on this thing called search interest, which is basically like a kind of ranking of um, how much someone cares about a p- searches in a particular topic compared to all the searches they do. So it's kind of, it's not done by capita, but it's done by kind of proportion of search interest, which nowadays I guess is almost the same thing. But Okay, so why do you think we're Googling it more than, say, European countries? Is it because or we're more, more interested more than, or we're more naive? More than the US even. <laughs> more than the US. Yeah, even. more than the US. I know. How are we more interested yeah. in the US elections than Americans? Yeah, it's uh, search is weird, right? It's, it tells lots of strange things about who we are. Um, I I can't tell you why, but I do get the sense this has really been a really global event. When the results were declared, people were you know reacting and celebrating and what have you all around the world, weren't they? So it's obviously something that's resonated outside the US and around around the world because of the impact of who the president is. That would be my guess, but I would love to hear from you guys why you think it might be so highly trending. Well, I, I think it's a mixture of it being fascinating but also confusing. It's it's a very different system to yeah. ours, so particularly when the results were called into question, um, it, it sort of raised a lot of sort of issues that we haven't had to grapple with here in Australia because our system's so different. Mm. And also the um, the electoral college and all of that stuff, yeah. you're dead right. I mean, it's, it's, it is kind of confusing to just work out how it works. So that could be part of the reason. It's funny. I wouldn't pick Australians as being political junkies necessarily. Um, But 
It's interesting to hear that our search of the US election this year was five times higher than our interest for the last Australian federal election. So we don't seem to really care that much about our own politics. But when it comes to something happening in the United States, we're very, I don't know, enamoured is maybe the wrong word, but we're very taken by it. (laughs) Maybe we need a reality TV star running the country. That's what we need. No, we do not need this. Hey, the other thing is that we also looked up, just going back to kind of uh, the coronavirus, which obviously dominated all of 2020, we were looking up things like craft, bicycles, baking, pyjamas, and mindfulness. These are the other big search terms that came up uh, in terms of what Aussies were looking at. I mean, are we just baking bread in our PJs and listening to meditation apps all day? Is this what the average Australian is? (laughs) I mean, I think I think if it is, then you share that with like most of the rest of the world, honestly. And one of the top searches we saw this year, this is globally, is what day is it? And I think there is this thing about us all being so stuck good. inside and and it's just kind of like, what the hell's going? What where day am I? Is it? You know, um, there is a lot of that. What day I mean, is it? You know, obviously, you, what day is it? Yeah, I've lost track. Is it Tuesday yeah. today? Don't know. Doesn't matter. Um, the fact, I mean, fact the coronavirus. So basically, uh, just to say, a normal year, and this is the same in Australia as, as as in the US actually. A normal year, the weather is always the top thing that people look for. Always, always, always. It's like this flat line, but very, very high flat line of of search interest. This year, it's not like that at all. And coronavirus, obviously, is one of the things that that went above it. The US election went above it, as we just said. You know, one of the ways that we look at in year in searches are trending searches. Those are the things that accelerate the fastest. So you could just see that with coronavirus, the way it just accelerated because we didn't know what it was. And then and then knowing what it is, we wanted to know what to do about it. Mm. So, you know, how do you make a face mask and how do you make hands sanitizer and all of that stuff? And then the next stage in a way of, of coping was being in lockdown and searching for, you know, sweatpants and binge watching. So. And baking in pajamas and bicycles and baking in pajamas and bicycles. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The searches for, searches for pajamas are higher now than at any time in history. Stop it! Imagine <laughs> if you didn't know the reason for that and you just came across the data and you're like, "Well, that was it. People really chilled out that year." Um, That's so- true. It's like there's an XKCD, which is this great online comic about it, where they have searches for pajamas and pangolins and all these weird <laughs> things that people have searched for this year. It's just crazy. You've been watching this data all year and you've been watching it for years. What's been the most interesting thing that you've learned about humanity this year? Wow. Okay. Um, you know, I think it's easy to get depressed because, you know, the world is feels like it's screwed sometimes, you know, and, and, and everything's going wrong. But, you know, the fact that things like how to donate, what can I do, you know, how can I help, things like that are so highly searched this year is really kind of... Um, it makes me feel optimistic, actually, that you know that that people want to do the right thing, even in this time when it'd be natural just to look kind of inside and not to look mm. outside. So I think that that's cool. And then then just like all these searches for stuff that we didn't even know, like one of the, the high searches is why are people howling, pranks on parents and things like that. These just weird things that I've just never seen showing up in search before, and suddenly they are. I love that little optimistic note there, Simon. Did you almost tear up when you were saying that? <laughs> oh, you know, I did a little bit, a little bit, just a, just a tiny bit. There. It's been an emotional year for everyone, Simon. <laughs> Feel free to express your feelings on this show, Thanks, sir. Mate. It was great to speak to you earlier in the year and, and also to catch up and see how things have changed just in the last quarter of the year. 
Simon, thank you so much for joining us and giving us those fascinating insights into our own deep, dark um, psychological obsession. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Well, that was Simon Rogers. What a job he has. What a job. And Australians, aren't we just toilet paper loving political US junkies? Absolute weirdos. We'll be back to our normal daily episodes from January 18. For now, hope you're enjoying the summer mode and hope you're in summer mode. Yeah, and we will see you back on the 18th. Have a great break. A podcast one production.